Thanks in advance for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Boy and the Bear. Much as we hate to admit it, we've all got friends on the other side of the clade, or at least I've got one. My name is Patrick and I support Celtic. And I'm Scott and I support Rangers. But to keep things on track, our good pal Steve is here to stop us from falling out. Or more accurately, find topics that we know will divide these two and sit back and enjoy. I'm here to referee this podcast, decide who wins the weekly debates and stop the show going off the rails. What we like to do at the start of these episodes is for Patrick and Scott to provide a compliment for each other's teams. We decide who goes first based on which team had the better result of the weekend. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's already started. <laughs> Didn't even let me finish my sentence. <laughs> Rangers beat Ross County 2-0 away from home and Celtic drew 0-0 with St Johnston at Celtic Park. How the season's beginning to change. Scotty boy, stand up to the mic. Oh, thank you. That's a great weekend, isn't it? Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Pat, you're kind of sounding a wee bit down, beating. Is that because you're tired? Oh, no, mate. Or is that because your team got beat? <laughs> Not beat, sorry. Uh, uh, lost. Drew, drew, actually. <laughs> drew, it feels like a defeat, but no, we drew. Uh, Not this isn't a flex, but I am pretty much like just back from Leeds Festival. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> went down on the Sunday, came back on the Sunday. so And uh, on top of that, I think I'm coming down with the flu that Stephen still sounds like he has as well. He gives you when you guys meet up to conspire against me. Uh, possibly, yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk though? You're sounding a wee bit flat as well. You, oh, you tired? Oh, Man, I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, the missus has got me doing stuff at a hen party, so I'm creating, creating magic. You're not going on the hen party, are you? Um, at this point, I should be invited to the hen party, <laughs> um, but no, I'm not going to the hen party. I'm just. I've just got the machines to make all the wee gift bags and tags and stuff. So I've been roped into doing that. So so you're making gift bags and tags for a Hindu? Yep. It's, 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 it's great fun, as you can tell from my voice. Just make them listen to the boy and the bear all weekend. Yep. <laughs> That's treat enough. <laughs> Here's something to get the, the cockles warmed up. Listen to us. <laughs> just to... You know, kick things off. I'll try and be nice, Pat. Um, I thought your new player Yan looks looks a really solid buy. He was really direct, uh, quick and tricky. You know, so I thought he's going to be causing a lot of teams' problems. So to be fair, that's I, f- I feel that's a just compliment this week. You know, I don't think you can have too many arguments. No, I think you're right, and I'm starting to get worried that your compliment for me is going to start being the highlight of my footballing week, which is a pretty <laughs> terrifying thought. Uh, your compliment, um, although I'd like to discuss it in a wee bit more detail because I think uh, there was about 16 chances for him to get tackled before he hit the ball. Uh, what a strike from Tavenier uh, for a right-back to be able to pull that out of the drawer so regularly is uh, pretty phenomenal. But yeah, should maybe have been tackled. But yeah, what a goal. I thought you were maybe going to go to congratulate Celtic on their first clean sheet of the season, Scotty. That's a stat, by the way. Yeah, I do wow. try my best. No, that's I, I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> I was more looking at the the player. I was just trying to look at who's the be- who performed the best. But that's a good stat. Pat, can I just pull you up on that your wee comment there about James Tavenier trying not getting tackled? I go. think you've got to give credit. It's a fantastic goal. It's well worked. He he anticipates that pass. He then drives into space, continues to drive in, 
again and okay nobody's really around him and then he just hits this wonderful shot that's top drawer that's got to be contender finish uh, like goal of the season early on no I think you can differentiate between a great goal and a great strike I think right and this is my compliment for you so like I don't want to I don't want to do it down but the strike is amazing like that, and that's my compliment. Like the, the finish is unbelievable. No keeper in the world is is getting to that one. But he does just glide past about three complete non tackles from Ross County players. It's so easy. See if you watch it back. Just, it, it, I think he picks it up in like the centre circle or something like that, and he just, yeah, he's not even he's not even sprinting with the ball. He's no, just moving, and not a single Ross County player tackles him. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, I think I think it's like because they were on a counter attack, and they've just. I think he's intercepted it and then I don't know if whether they've just not got back in time because they were anticipating pressing forward. Yeah, but just bring him down then. Like, yeah, well, you can I tell it's a... a bit of sour grapes for me, but like <laughs> they're literally just running up, running backwards. Like no one steps forward to tra- actually just try and close down. So like, yeah, it's a great, it's a great strike. It's a great finish, but there's no chance he should ever be given that amount of time to take the shot in the first place. I don't know whether I, I, I mean I agree with you it's a phenomenal finish but I don't know whether people are anticipating him passing out wide because you know that has been the norm sometimes of our players just he gets the ball and we don't often shoot from distance it's more of a you know pass 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 and then across and I don't know whether Ross County players are trying to close the the passing angles and yeah. then don't anticipate him taking a shot and I mean, he's got it in his locker, so I, I would just like to see that more often. There's, I don't think there's many right-backs. <laughs> I don't think there's many full-backs in the league, maybe in Britain, that can hit, you know, hit the ball as well as he can. No, I think you're right. You obviously watched the game, Scott, because you were in the group chat constantly while it was on. Yep. Good performance, just a solid 2-0, or was it a little bit more to it than that? I think, I think it was a solid performance overall. The first half, we started to kind of click. We were really fast and going at Ross County and not just kind of you know we've seen a few times in the past where we've gone up and kind of played a ponderous kind of style of football this was just get the ball down get it played get it you know out to the wing in the middle try and cut them open and it was just it was a lot nicer to watch than previous trips up to Dingwall so it was good to see you know like Kamar Roof start that was that was a big Boost. I thought he was really good. Do you still think he's probably your most natural goal scorer or proven goal scorer? I think so, yeah. I think if he can stay fit, you know, there's a reason why we brought him in. It's just he's been unfortunate with injuries. So I think if he can stay fit, he'll be a massive player for us. Yeah. And and how many changes were made for the weekend, Scott? Did he, did he mix up quite a bit or is he... Uh, not yeah. I brought a couple. Uh, he didn't mix it up comp- like majorly. Um, I would say... Mostly in the midfield, like he took out Sifuentes, um, and kind of played Lammers and Cantwell. Um, I think I want to say like it was almost like they weren't playing wide. They were kind of again that like inverted number tens that he likes to play. You know, like they're a wee bit high, a wee bit behind the striker. And then he played Dessers and Roof up front. So I would say I think it was like two or three changes max. Okay, Matondo come on at all. Yeah, again, came on uh, second half and 
The Rabbi Redemption arc is continuing. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is brilliant to see because, you know, I think I think you can, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Pab, but I think on both sides we're very quick to judge players and write them off and mm-hmm. say he is going to be shit. Pat, Pat, uh, Pat wrote off your manager in the first week of the seasons. Well, that's very true, yeah. How's that going for you, mate? No, I think... I think it's good though that Rabi's come in. He seems to have a bit more confidence this season, you know, and seems to be the player that we thought we were buying last year. So if he continues, is it not just like he's been played on the right side of the pitch this time? Was he not always on the left wing last season because Kent was always on the right, or was it the other way around? No, it was the other way about. Yeah, so, yeah. So he was um, always on the the right hand side. The right. But he only he kept getting injured. He got like I don't know if it's like adjusting to the physical like differences in the league he just kept picking up niggles and then he got a kind of a medium like term injury that kept him out and then obviously he's behind in fitness wise and then I think that affected his confidence so so young as well right yeah I think he's 22 23 something like that so he's still really young but he's played that's that's four games in a row he's he's come on off the bench and played really well he's really direct and that's something that we don't have you know obviously we had Kent but I think the difference with him and Kent is that his shots are actually on target. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> By the way, just, just while you're talking about direct players, have you seen how well Sakala's hit the ground running in Saudi Arabia? Shouldn't have sold him. I guess three goals in four games he scored. No, I, th- I think I think so. I think I, I liked him as a player, obviously. like He was a bit mercurial at times, but... Congratulations on the biggest word you've used so far in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you wasted it on fashion, Sakala. Hey, hey. <laughs> but as some fashions to call it up <laughs> that is fashions to call it in a word mercurial oh. um, but no he is he, I'm not surprised he started well because he's a good player he just obviously sometimes blows hot or cold so um, but I think Rabi Rabi's got a chance to stake a claim in the next couple of games yeah definitely something on the cult hero side of things that we were maybe talking about last week if he comes in and, and just oh yeah. yeah has one of those seasons has one of those but I think it's always good sorry I think it's always good it's always nice as well when a player that's been written off comes back into the fray and you know becomes a match winner for you on a regular basis we had that with Anthony Ralston in Andrew's first season like that's probably the biggest redemption arc I've seen at Celtic because he was literally the punchline of a joke for five seasons maybe Maybe not as as much as that, but yeah, and then, and then turned it around. I think the thing with Matondo is, is I, it, for me as a neutral, it went one stage further than being written off. I actually forgot he was a footballer. Like <laughs> he came on, and I was like, I actually forgot he even played. So yeah, it's well, uh, there was loads of talk for him getting sold, like as one of the players to kind of sell because he, I think he still had kind of a high reputation down south, you know, because he's obviously counts as a homegrown player. So there was talks of him going back, but see if you can do it for more than a month, though. I think yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I mean, I'm not getting too ahead of myself. Obviously, it's good to see him playing well in the four games. Enjoy but... your week, Scotty. Enjoy your week. Oh, I'm. I'm having a great time. Don't worry. I'm just tempering expectations. I'm just gonna see how this redemption. Yeah, you're not gonna plays be doing out. that the weekend. Moments no, I'm before a fuck. the game. No, I'm a fuck. <laughs> There'll I'm be no expectations be... getting tempered. No, no, no. Balls will be getting thrown. <laughs> well, 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 Paddy boy, you are up. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to try and take a, make a as much of a positive slant on the game as I as I can. Um, I think um, I'm still like amazed by your stat of first clean sheet of the season. That's mental. Um, that's why you're here. 
So you get paid the big bucks. Uh, <laughs> all those animals. Um, all those animals. Obviously, I want to start this by saying the result is not good enough. And for the most part, the performance is, is not good enough. But I do think there has... I understand the frustration and the outcry. But I, even I've been a wee bit surprised at like how much people have sort of lost their shit already. And I don't want to sound like a what our fan base calls a Celtic da, who's like, oh, do you not remember how bad the 90s were? Like, I don't want to be a Celtic da about it, and, but I do also think, like, come on, it's it's such early days like for a manager. And, you know, w- watching the game back and watching the highlights back, we should have been 3-0 up, just like the Ross County game, like, at halftime. Like, those, the cha- the saves their keeper made were, were fantastic, like, in, in combination with really poor finishing from Matt O'Reilly. And I think it's that would have changed the narrative completely. Where I think where I think there's worry and justified worry is the manager's inability to make the suitable changes to to change the course of the game because the second half was absolutely rotten. If you're still bringing on James Forrest to change a game, kind of highlights the lack of depth due to injuries and sort of a, a fairly quiet transfer window so far. But also just a wee bit more of concern at why Rodgers is tinkering so much with the successful formula. I was going to say, do you think though he's t- tinkering because they're not his players? He doesn't know how, you know, like whereas Ange knew a lot of these players because he'd either managed them or played against them and, you know, yeah, I don't the know. League. And I, I don't know if, it, like, he's obviously specifically scouted, you know, Hattati, O'Reilly, yeah. whereas Rodgers has kind of inherited that team. Would you say that that's why he's maybe testing and tinkering so much to try and find what works for him in a system yeah I think so a manager look, a manager has to come in and do their own thing um, but I think people a lot I think a lot of people forget that we were quite pish for the last few weeks of the season under Ange as well amidst all the sort of speculation of will he go or won't he go the performance levels dropped uh, because there was nothing really to play for but also sort of we felt as if we'd need a much improved start to this season anyway even if Ange had stayed I don't. I, it's it's. There's a. I, I understand where the concerns are coming from because it is starting to feel a wee bit like yet again Celtic have failed to strengthen from a position of huge strength or position of huge advantage. Do you think that's down to the fact that maybe Celtic didn't expect Ange to leave, so the targets for the transfer market were different, or do you no, think? No, I it- think I think the, I think the new is going to go. Like, Rogers was at the the Scottish Cup final. I thought that's no coincidence. I think they I think they've known this is going to happen for a long time. The anxious part of me is worried that because Lowell's back in the scene, we're going back to that model of sort of project transfers and a bit of penny pinching. But I also think it's far too early to judge players like, you know, uh, Home and Yang and Quan and all that. We have signed a lot of players this transfer window. It's just going to take time for them to, to adapt to a new continent, a new country, a new style of football. And I, I do think the uproar after three league games still unbeaten in the league is a wee bit is a wee bit much I think the this is a hangover from the Kilmarnock result which is which is the one that's done the damage to Rodgers this this early I remember uh, I think it was maybe it was it was early on in the season under Andrew's first season where we drew I think it was 0-0 with Livingston and Yakimakis missed a penalty um, and that was a really poor performance and people were worried and yet again but it's the same as a said with the with the Kilmarnock game 
Ange lost games early in the season, but we didn't mind so much because we could see what he was trying to do. And still, I I can't see what we're trying to do. Well, we're going even further back in that, Pat. If, if memory serves me, and I, and I might be wrong here, did Rodgers not lose his first game as Celtic manager in a European game? Yeah, to uh, Lincoln Redimps. How could I possibly forget it? It's arguably one of the worst results in our so history. do you think he's been? That's do you like think your he's near the corner? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think he's just getting more of a hard time because people almost want to find a reason to give him a hard time? Yeah, I do. Um, lots of you have to remember this was a, this was an appointment that divided the Celtic support, and a lot was made, you know, from the start that he has to get off to a good start to get everyone on board. Now, if we beat Rangers this weekend, that. I, th- I think still represents a good start, but I'm f- I'm fearful. It's a bit like us, I suppose. Like there was a a total outcry in the first game of the season. You're right. It's I think because both sets of supporters just want like expect we're going to blow teams away every game. And I think there's got to be, especially this season. I think there's been a lot of change in the league, and there seems to be, especially Kamarnik or Ross County, like they seem to be wanting to play a bit more football rather than like just men behind the ball and trying to nick wins they're actually trying to play some style of football which I think can only be good for viewing pleasure as well as overall I agree credit to St Johnson in particular credit to their their keeper like some of the saves he made were outstanding easy finishes that that we should have taken but fair play to them and their defensive setup. I understand the worry and the fear and the fury of a lot of Celtic fans, but I'm not quite there yet myself. Will the defeat at Ibrox at the weekend get you there? Almost fucking certainly. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it home, Mike. Bring it home. Mike McBeal. (laughs) So moving on on to the the final talking point for the week coming up before the... I'm going to say old fireman. I know what Pat's going to say, so we'll we'll call it... he can't say that anymore. He's been using it. I know, that. but you see it in his eyes. I know. He's just itching to get it out. PSV versus Rangers, Scott. How are you yeah. feeling? Hmm. Oh, um, a bit more confident than obviously going into the first leg. I didn't think we were going to play as well. Obviously, we've still got like gears to go up and you know more cohesion in the team. But I thought we played really well against them. Um. I would say though that they're going to have a bit between their teeth and I think they're going to come out absolutely flying at us and I th- we're just going to need to be really resilient for the, I would say, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You're going to go over to the Netherlands, Scotty? You know, you don't fancy in a way, do you? No, no, I don't think I'd make it back from the Netherlands, mate. I think... <laughs> barely, barely, when, barely made it back from Seville. Yeah, that's, I didn't. Uh, I was drinking toilet water. <laughs> it was a bad, bad time. <gasps> <laughs> but no I, I, obviously could history repeat itself I mean it was only last year that it was the same result going into the second leg in Eindhoven so at this stage anything's possible I mean I would love us to get in the Champions League again you know prestige right now don't even think about it are you going to qualify for the Champions League god I hate you right now <laughs> Three, two, one. Aye, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out and say aye. <laughs> oh. aye. Stick it. I think like Ross County. I think you know we've continued on that kind of positive vibe that we've got. You know we're building results, 
building performances. So I think this could be another notch in the old belt. So from a Celtic perspective, I'm quite glad you've got this massive European game. Yeah. You know, this week. Um I know it's early in the season, but you know, surely the extra time on the training ground for us and the fact that you've got a trip and a way an away day to do and then a come back and play a derby is hopefully going to have an impact on your team from from my point of view depends on the result on that though it depends yeah. on the result i think i think if we get absolute hammered then obviously that might come into play but if it's a really tight contest you know and we played quite well and then obviously we've got the home crowd with us that that'll make a huge difference um that might carry us you know that's the pendulum that we're sort of on this season because it kind of feels like wishful thinking but see if we were laughing about how we we're I was ripping Beal for being under pressure. See if he loses the next two games, the pendulum is right back on your side of the court. With the difference with the European, if if we get battered, then I think that'll shift. But I think if we put a good performance in and narrowly miss out, I don't think too many fans will complain. And then obviously all the focus is on Sunday and it has to be a performance as well as a result for us. I think you're either going to win on penalties or you're mm-hmm. going to lose 3-0. <laughs> Coming at both bases, well there. I mean, uh, just sitting on the fence. Eh? Either well, away, either away goals either. don't count anymore. Yeah, I can see it being a proper cagey, like nail biter for you to watch. They're a very good team. They're a very, very good team. I think you'll do exceptionally well to get that extra time. We're, we're going to obviously go on to talk about transfers um, with it being the final week of the window. But do you think, Scott, that if you qualify um, this week for the Champions League? there'll be a couple of signings that just wouldn't have been made otherwise. And the reason I asked that question is obviously we were at the Rangers game and was it was it Walsall they were playing? And they yeah, got it through was, and yeah. Gerard obviously had that infamous run and then a touchline and the next game day he signed Kent. Yep. Do you think there might be that effect again? I yeah, I think so, yeah. I think we've got targets. I think there's a reason we've not really signed anyone, you know, for the past couple of weeks. I think we're kinda of hanging off to see what competition we're going to be in and then obviously that on form our budget but I think if we get into the Champions League that I think we'll use majority of the money to go and sign a centre half I hope you waste another 7 million on a player like Kent what a spectacular flop that was eh I wouldn't say it was a spectacular flop mate that's 7 not mil. A flop. yeah okay the price was high but I, I wouldn't say it was a flop I think he, I think in, it's a battle with more step overs mate Right, well, okay, his his numbers are shit. Right, I can't argue against that. But I think his over his some of his play at times he carried us in European games. You know, against especially Dortmund. You look back to the Dortmund game, he was outstanding that night. Ibrox. Yeah, I think I think after the Europa League, him Morelos should have been sold off as well, rather than let them run their contract. Two very angry young men. Who me? Who me? And you, or, or you mean Ryan Kent <laughs> and Morelos? <laughs> I depends on Sunday. I, it depends on Sunday. <laughs> you do got the same sort of resting bitch face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God you guys can't see the the cameras right now. <laughs> Audio only. Ah, he's a be- he's a beacon of light today. I think what I've uh, I've loved doing the most about this podcast so far is just the difference a week or two can make in football, and the way you both start podcasts and um, based on the results of the weekend is just yeah a personal highlight of mine. You and feel it. And you so- really do feel yeah. it. And something else that can make a massive difference is subscribing to this podcast. We've been doing this for three or four weeks now and our numbers are going up week on week. So thank you for everybody who tunes in. And leave a review. That's, that would be, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. A positive review. Yeah. If you've not got anything nice to say, 
and don't say it. I'd love to say I haven't been rehearsing that, but... In the mirror every day for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> just, just for you to chuck it. Well, I didn't realise it was coming, it was a bit of a surprise. It's last week of the transfer window, and the first point is up for grabs here. Who has had the better transfer window? Patrick, I'll let you kick off first, please, mate. Uh, if you'd asked me this two weeks ago, I'd have found it much easier to defend Celtic. Um, I'm currently deciding whether or not to do a Scott and hand this one to the opposing team or to try and find reasons to be cheerful from a Celtic perspective. Um, and because I understand because I understand the format, I am going to do the latter. I'm, I'm going to make the case that Celtic have had the better transfer window. However, uh, before Celtic fans get raging at me for saying that it's been a great window, etc., etc., Yes, we need new bodies in. I still really, really want a new keeper. Um, someone that can challenge Joe Hart for the number one spot. And we now know, and Rogers has confirmed, that we need, a, we need another centre-half with scales playing at the back at St. Johnson. That's not going to cut it. You're not about Aberdeen yet? Aberdeen, Aberdeen's best player, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. After all that patter about the fact that he'd, we, we thought he'd left, and yeah, he pops up in Celtic's back line, yeah. sort of says everything you need to know about him. I really wanted it to work out for the guy. I just don't think it will long term. But yeah, we need we need another centre half because of the the amount of freakish injuries we've had and Starfelt leaving feels like a really poor piece of business now. All I will say is in Joe we trust. You what? All I'm gonna say is in Joe we trust. Joe who? Who's who's Joe? Hart. Hart. Joe Hart. Hi, Joe Hart. And what makes you say that, Scott? Brilliant keeper, just phenomenal. Doesn't 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 concede the stupid goals, eh? Yeah, well, it's not like your fan base to get beside an absolute mental keeper, is it? Not wrong with Jack, but he's not he's not he's not shown his mental <laughs> oh, no. side yet. I'm talking about your karate kicking, <laughs> politically incorrect tweet liking. <laughs> well, there is a, there is a perfect <laughs> opportunity this weekend for both keepers to display that uh, those particular skill sets. Moving back to the, I'm, the very poor case I'm making for Celtic at the moment. I still do think that players like Yang, who you know Scott complimented at the start of this podcast, he looks bright. Um, I think Holm is going to be a really, really interesting player. I do think these players are going to come good. Um, I actually think Celtic and Rangers are largely in the same boat at the moment. I still think there's a degree of they have played, but we're yet to sort of find out exactly what they're like. The, the derby at the weekend is, well, that's where you find out if, if they've got what it takes to, to play for the play for the clubs but as I talk <laughs> I think I might have to I've tried you've to, made a I've, piss poor argument here uh, yeah, yeah I think I'm going to def- I'm, I'm going to you've not even story. talked about his yacht or leaving yeah, well, I was just about to come on to that when you think about the players that have left you know with Jota going oh the great money for that to be fair like we couldn't turn that down you can't look at our squad right now and say that it's stronger than it was before the window and that's how transfer windows are judged I don't think Rangers' window has been particularly exceptional, um, but I'll hand over to Scott to, you know, to make the very minimal case that he has to do to win this debate. <laughs> surely, surely, Scott, you've got this in the bag. I hope so. <laughs> uh, I just want to start off by saying one of the key pieces of business we've done is Joe Hart. No, Joe Hart. Sorry, <laughs> let me start that again. Joe Hartman, I had Joe Hartman brain, man. Scott, Jesus. you honestly... No, can, 
Absolutely no way. No, come on, come on. I've had a long day, man. I meant to say Jack Butland. He's absolutely set you up for a home run. Oh. I know, and I've shat the bed. Right, can we just start again there? Right, thanks, Pat, for opening it up. I just one of the Celtics. No, I'm no, only joking. joking. No, I'm joking. Carry on. on, carry on. Reset, Scott. There's a there's a point on the line here for you, and if you don't want this point, he's we might have he's to on, replace he's you. On the canvas. I'm not wobbling. <laughs> I would say the best piece of business we've done is bringing in Jack Butland as he was a key area thank you uh, he was a key area that we needed to strengthen and so far he's proven he look well he's looking like the keeper we know he can be he's coming for crosses he's he's commanding in his box he's not he's not shy actually of coming out of his box you know to like intercept long range passes you know that otherwise could have caused us problems and have caused us problems in the past. So I would say he's been the best bit of business so far. And then obviously you look at the strikers that we've brought in, okay, they maybe not scored as many and a few of them have missed a few key chances, but I think it's a good sign that we've brought in forward players because that's what we missed last season. We didn't score enough goals. And I think it's a telling sign that they've all contributed early on either assisting or scoring are Rangers a better team now than they were at this time last year good question that's a very good question it's a, it's a hard that's a hard one that because don't ask I think easy questions mate no you do not that's that's why we like you I would say from the uh, from you know from my perspective I think at the start of last season I was probably more intimidated by Rangers squad than I am at the start of this one I'm probably more worried about, you know, Celtics' poor performances than Rangers' good ones at this point. Like, there's nothing about Rangers that terrifies me at the moment. But yeah, from your perspective, Scotty, like, do you feel strong? Do you feel like... Because I feel like we've come out of this window as it stands. I think we're about to sign this winger. But Who is it? Uh, is it Palma? Palma, yeah, from, from Aris. Yeah, we were looking at him, but we decided against going for him. I think Beal met him and said, it, I don't think it would have worked out. So, oh. see, how he, hopefully that's, see how he goes. Hopefully that proves to be a bad decision. Um, yeah, could be. Hopefully not. So if we can bring in another winner, uh, winger, then great. Once our squad is fully fit again and we've got all the players back to full strength, I still f- look at our squad minus Starfelt and Jota at the moment and, and say it's weaker overall. But what what would you say? The Do you feel the same or do you feel that you've improved it? Well, well first of all, Pat, you also don't rate Todd Cantwell that highly. Yeah, exactly. But so. he was, he's not a new signing. No, but he's, my question was, was are they stronger at the start of last season or now? And he wasn't there at the start of last season. Yeah, so I think from a technical point of view, we're a much more technical side this year. You know, you've got Lammers, Cantwell, uh, Sifuentes in there. You've let Hadji go, though. Yeah, that's that's a bad decision in my book. Um, as well as letting Sakala go, I wasn't overly keen to let him go from... He was the only one that's really providing numbers. Yeah, I would say probably... We're, I would say it's probably the same, to be honest. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna sit in the fence and say, right in the middle. I think this. I think we're the exact same. I think we've. We've not lost too much, but we've not gained too much either. I think we've just upgraded. We've went for instead of pace, we've changed from pace to more technical ability. It feels like so. we both chucked this, to be honest. I think the question yeah. should be, uh, who's had the worst transfer window? Because we both seem <laughs> well, a wee I bit can't, I can't, about it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I can't even know like. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard though because 
I think we've our players have maybe started better than your players have. You know, oh, like, shadow of a doubt. Jack, yeah, Jack Butlin. You know, as I said earlier, like all our players have got on to the score sheet at some point in the last couple of games or assisted each other. So that's the only positive, really. But the mood among Rangers still, fans at the moment still feels as if they are waiting for you to click into gear and improve, though. Yeah, right? it, yeah. I don't think not, either teams. Well, Celtic certainly haven't, but neither team's like properly impressed yet. No. There's not. I don't think there's been a full ninety minutes or you know close to a full game where we've looked amazing or have you know there's been like twenty minute spells or thirty minutes you know that we've looked really well past it and then there's a dip. So obviously that's gonna. I think that's gonna happen from time to time with new signings etc. Just embedding. But yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and say that we've had that absolute amazing window. I think I think we've addressed what we needed to address. It's too early so to call, isn't it? Like. I like the look of all the individual players we've signed, but until I see them playing against Rangers and see them hopefully clicking in, uh, into gear under Rodgers and see them playing in the Champions League, I'm only going to know then. Don't get me wrong, if Sam Lammers buries one in the top corner on Sunday, I am going to sing his yeah. praises from the, the top The, the weekend hill, changes so. the outlook of everything. Oh basically. yeah, 100%. Well listen, that's maybe a question we'll readdress after Sunday, but... Fuck me, you both did your best there to give it to the other team. But uh, I'm still going to hand that one to Scotty. <laughs> to kind of get some enthusiasm back in you um, for the end of the transfer window, you both have one magic signing your club can make. Who do you go with? Scott? Well, we've been linked with Eden Hazard this week, so I think if that comes off, what a signing. I'm just going to jump right out there and say that would be a magnificent signing. It's not going to happen, but a boy can dream. 2013 FIFA greatest player on the, the game. Eden Hazard. Where does that even come from? Like, is that just some forum pitch or is it actually something that's... I think so. I don't know, because like, apparently like, there's, he's got a contract offer from Crystal Palace, but he's just not signed anything. He's been offered like 10 teams and there's talk of him wanting European football. And I think that's why where it's come from, you know, because we can offer him that, but I don't know. There's no chance, man. He's going to be wanting like 150 grand a week. He would obviously tear Scottish football apart, but it's, like, that just sounds like Rangers. That sounds like Rangers of old. He said the same thing about Aaron Ramsey and he was pitiful. Yeah, yeah. don't talk to me, Seville. Well, that's, that was, I remember Chris Boyd coming out and saying that's the, the biggest and best signing of Scottish football and, and, and what a load of shite that was. I think in names, it opened a lot of people's eyes. That one. Did it? Fuck. He was crap, and he wouldn't. No, it, <laughs> it did. On, it did down what? south on like the, the actual news story of it. How much it travelled. I mean, I had to go and look elsewhere to find out the Hadji had left Rangers. I hadn't even made Sky. I was looking on the Sky app, just wondering. Like, I hadn't even made Sky that Hadji had left Rangers. So the Aaron Ramsey thing certainly was a massive thing at the time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Pat, what's your dream signing then? Um. I just want Kieran Tierney oh, back. I wanted him back so much, and I let myself dream last week. I thought it was going to happen. I really, really did. And I, I reckon it. I'm glad he has. It probably wasn't as I, I don't think it might not have been far away. Who knows? But it's a good move for him. Um, David de Gea is still a free agent. That'd be mine. Oh, it's not going to happen like yours got. But wow, yeah. imagine that would David that would make me feel a little bit better about McDonough Park. But it's the exact same as Joe Hart. He gives you the exact same problems. No, he's Joe Hart, but younger. Joe Hart's probably going to retire at the end of the season or, or look to move on. You don't turn down David De Gea if you're Celtic. No way. No, but he, he can't play the football you want to play. Well, who knows what kind of football we want to play at the moment. 
because I certainly don't. Uh, so I think I, just yeah, a, a quality proven goalkeeper, Spain international. Yeah, that would be mine. David, David De Gea and Eden Hazard. Nice to see the delusional element of this podcast is uh, right at the forefront. Like, the answer is messy, but it's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> no, but either are they, let's be honest. Okay, no. It's a dream signing. I mean, not realistic oh. signing. Nah, fair play. If any of them came to Scottish football, you'd just be like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we, we just make wow two syllables there. <laughs> oh, Eden, imagine Eden Hazard playing in Scottish football, though. He'd get his legs broken at rugby park. Fucking on a plastic yeah, Down pitch. in Paisley, just getting bottles thrown at him. <laughs> Imagine that man in, in Livingston. <laughs> Trivia questions, boys. Because obviously we're going to spend a bit of time talking about the, the derby at the weekend. So, Patrick, what is your question for Scott? Sure. Um, I like that we did trivia earlier this week. That excites me. Scotty boy with an H. In the 2001... Sorry, I'll give you some context as to why I've chosen this question. Um, I think you're going to end up in the Europa League. <laughs> I think you're going to end up getting fucking relegated the way you keep talking. The Europa League used to be called the UEFA Cup. In the 2001-2002 to UEFA Cup, which team did the Rangers defeat on penalties? Was it A. Feyenoord B. Anzi C. Dinamo Moscow or D. Paris Saint-Germain. I've given you multiple choice. Yeah, you lucky man. Um, well, I'm feeling very lucky. Um, I actually know the answer to this. Because you're the biggest Rangers fan on you. I was actually there. I was at, I was at a game that season at Ibrox. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, Conspiracy theorists all start now. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's rigged. Oh, Two bears, one boy. You chuck your own points, Scott. <laughs> I don't have to try my best to give them the pat. Exactly. I'm torn between Feyenoord and Spartak is it Mos- Dinamo Moscow team you didn't even say um, <laughs> yeah option E <laughs> I get confused very easily boys um, I'm going to say A Feyenoord you're going to say A Feyenoord and you are sadly incorrect. incorrect my friend can I have a go yes it was at Paris Saint-Germain and believe it or not Ronaldinho was playing in that game was he was he he was indeed, yes. I, know, I should wow. confirm before I act surprised at who the team was. Um, yes, it was Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, as was Mika, uh, as was uh, Mikel Arteta, I'm pretty sure, for Paris Saint-Germain that evening. Well, there you go. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Didn't you know that? Rangers went through 4-3 after the PSG defender Pochettino hit his penalty over the bar. Nice. I think that might... Is maybe the same Pochettino that's currently managing Chelsea, but I think it is, yeah. So a chance for me to salvage a draw. In line with the game on the weekend, the your question this week is: Who was the last Celtic player to be sent off in the old firm? Carl Starfelt. Final answer. Final answer. <laughs> oh no! Really? Yep. It's your favourite captain, everybody's lover boy, Callum McGregor. <laughs> And oh, it was, no, it was the penalty, didn't he? he yeah, it was off. in the 2nd of May, 2021, and it was a 4-1 win to Rangers. I remember that. I am actually I more proud Scott's just come up with his own question. I generally thought you were going to get that, because I was thinking of today, and I was like, this is... This well, I was watching a, like, ahead of the game, I was watching some like clips from the, the games last season against Rangers, and one of them was Starfelt giving away the penalty, and I must have just assumed he got sent off. Uh, from memory, was it not was it handball? McGregor was sent off for, I can't remember. 
Yeah, it was like it was like two two yellow cards. There was something really ridiculous first half. And yeah, the COVID. Like that's half. that's actually kind of mad that there's not been a red card for two years. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that when I was doing it when I was checking stuff today. I was like, that's hopefully. Can I just say that's probably the easiest question you'll ever get asked by Scott for a trivia question. Well, I don't know. We'll see. So yeah. I think I think on that on that one I'm gonna give that one to Scott as well. Oh yeah, I feel like you should have got that bat. That's a draw. Thank you. We both got him wrong. I bet on a draw I get to decide who wins. Since when? Yeah. Can't have draws. That's been boring. No, that's, we don't that's have, been, that's been we also don't we don't have music for a draw, so it's a bit shite. Well, that's yeah. fair. That's Makes a valid it, point. Spices up, <laughs> mate. The conspiracy <laughs> are you have been so pro Rangers this episode. It's unbelievable. You might as well have just taken Scott's place. You've been pro Rangers. You gave him a point for your transfer, so don't come at me. I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy oh this, boys. This God. is wonderful. Thank you. I'm back in the game. Two two yeah. defeats. I'm now back in the game. But granted, I did admit that I was at Ibrox. Have given two points to Rangers. That doesn't say much about your heritage, And it's suspicious. No, it doesn't, no. Hey, you're a lover of sports. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is, Stephen. You, you you like to frequent grounds. You're not a lover of either team, so the conspiracy can fuck off. Sorry. To be honest, mate, you just look like you've had a tough week, so... I have had a, I have a tough life. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been an Angel supporter for the last ten years, you know. Takes it out of you. <laughs> Moving swiftly on <laughs> The Glasgow Derby this weekend Sorry what was that can you repeat Thank you very that? much can you call I've it given you two I've given no, you two can you points call it the, Can you call it the right name Thank you The club died mate beat it <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow Rangers versus Glasgow Celtic at Ibrox. Sunday, 12 o'clock, gentlemen. First of all, predictions, and then we'll, we'll go into that. What do you think, Pat? Oh, man, I'm not going to give you my honest answer. Just before you do, though, just sorry, just before you do quickly, is a draw a bad result for both teams? No, a draw is a great result for Celtic, particularly all things considered. If we, like, a draw at Ibrox is always a good result for Celtic. I'm sure Scott would say the same about Celtic Park. Yeah. Um, on that, I'm going to say one each. Okay. Scott? I'm going to go 2-1. Two, 2. Joe Hart. Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe Hart might concede two goals I help us win. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Rangers. What's, uh, what's your biggest fear going into it? I think I, I think maybe, like most Rangers fans, there's still at the back of your head the absolute drubbings that we've had, you know, in the, the past, like, six, seven years. Um results are still kind of lingering there in the old grey matter so I think that's always a worry although I don't think that we've got anything to really worry about I don't think we're going to get cut open or carved up like we have previously so I think that's just from like scar tissue do you know I mean from these games my biggest fear is Celtic handing a similar sort of performance that we've seen from the last couple of games it's and if we do we're going to get hammered um Performance levels from Celtic simply have to improve. Steve, what's your prediction? We need that for the end of uh, for the end oh, of God. season table. And as a someone who's just basically been pro Rangers this whole episode, I I uh, don't let it stop now, Stephen. Scott wins the Rangers game. It's at the weekend, mate. They're playing Celtic. <laughs> are they playing? Are they playing uh, PSV Tuesday, Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, I'm going to go. Off the bat, you did this to me. What Rangers 3-1. Yeah. Well, there, there you have it, listeners. Wow. 
two beers and one bottle. Yeah, I think I think the. Yeah, I just think if Rangers get the first goal, I from seeing Rangers this season, and I know they go in spits and spats, but if they get the first goal, I think it'll be massive confidence. The only thing that would change my mind, and the reason that I paused for quite a while, is that <clears throat> I think if you get spanked during the week, which I do think is a possibility, and there's no shame because they're a brilliant team. They mean they're winger. They signed off Barcelona this this summer, so. Um, Still a bit of shame. Yeah, yeah, just a wee bit. Yeah, um, I, th- I think that might make a, I think that might make a big difference to the the morale going into it. Um, what was the chat with the crowd, guys? I know we're going to spend an episode going over this and probably cover it a bit more in the next the next one. Is there any Celtic fans at all at Ibrox this weekend? No, they've refused. What they refused the allocation that they were given. So what's decided, your club up to? They've decided not to take it, and I don't I don't know if they're going to give us the the allocation for like the game at Celtic Park in the future I'm not sure what's going to happen there either go back to when it all started right this is neutral perspective stuff this is Rangers was Gerard, was shit in the bed because they didn't like watching Celtic fans celebrate at full time and have their players tie Celtic scarves to the goalposts and they spat the dummy and Celtic retaliated rather than choose to be the the bigger man about it for want of a better word but I think I think as to like just to add to your point I, I I think the days of having like one full stand for each set of supporters is over I think it's going to be a European allocation going forward which is a joke and but but I don't want to do the whole well you started it but yeah, I'm a, you did tip, that's tip for tat but at the same time like there's a you could argue from our point of view there's a lack of respect by you guys calling it the Glasgow Derby and stuff rather than what it's originally called I mean that's maybe another point to look at but as for another episode because we could be here that's because the old fan died mate exactly same pish paddle again so why does it mean so much to you Pat exactly if they died why does it mean so much to you it's like if you killed your worst enemy (laughs) and then they rose back as a zombie you'd still want to kill them again Oh, I love what you've just done there, Pat. That's 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 it's very good there. That's just because you don't have an argument against it. No, but like you can't you can't sit here and say oh, Glasgow Derby, but then you get so worked up about it and you can't talk about getting worked up when your yeah, whole you're literally but, your but club you, decided to reduce Celtic fans celebrating at the stadium because you got so bored of being pumped. Are you still there, Scott? I'm still here, but what I'm you trying to say, what I'm trying to say, Mister. Um, Thought he was going to call you Mister Hart there. Th- no, 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 no. That's that's for me. That's that's later on. I'm gonna give him my phone. Um, <laughs> your club continues to renew the license and the trademark for the old firm, but yet doesn't want to recognise. Yes, I know. I'm just reiterating the point because I really know it's hard for you to understand that and take that on board. But again, your club continues to take that and renew the trademark, but then doesn't want to associate with the old firm. Doesn't didn't after didn't, didn't Rangers after a recent uh, derby defeat when they had both sets of teams walk under the old firm banner, then put that old same old firm banner in the skip and it was pictured outside <laughs> Hydrox. After the game. Well, it probably was put in the skip. It's probably no no, Get Rain, right no Rangers. We've, we've probably not paid the guy for the sign and he's probably chucked it. Um, so it's a face painter somewhere yeah, knocking in the door. That was a face painter. It was part of his company. We just not paid him for it. So. That's probably why it's been in the bin. Um, but it could be a one and done kind of banner. You know, that's a context of social media. You don't really know what the true story is behind it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Final question of the episode, gents. Yes. Who is it a bigger game for, Beal or Rogers? I think it's a bigger game for Beal because last season he didn't really 
lay too much of a marker down against Celtic. You know, we didn't we didn't really win. I don't think we won a game. He didn't win a meaningful game. Yeah, like so. I think this is the first real test for him, like in the league. So I think it's a bigger game for him. I want to agree with Scott, but reading the room feels like a massive game for Rogers. It feels like a long way back for him if Celtic lose this game. I mean, it's crazy to think though if Celtic lose the game, what are Rangers two points clear in the league, four games in? It's it's just mad. So current scores on the doors before this week's game is Steve is on six points. That's you. Scott is on six points. (laughs) (laughs) Every week I'm going to have that until I just say me. Just say me. It's just so much easier to read my name off the screen like it's written. So Steve is on six. Repeat after me, right? Say say I'm. I'm. On. Sick of your shite. (laughs) So I am currently on six points. Scotty is on six points and Patrick is on three points. Lagging behind. You've been listening to The Boy and the Bear. Thanks for whoever dropped that pen. I'll go again. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> boy, he's unbelievable. It's all Pat this week. Well, we've got all our stationery under control. You've been listening to The Boy and the Bear. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe. Pardon the pun, but bear with us as we wait to get onto Apple. Follow us on our Instagram at boybearpod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can via email at theboyandthebear at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your episode suggestions or any questions you want me to put to the two boys. Hail, hail. Follow, follow. <laughs> you were on mute. <laughs> <laughs> all I got was hollow, follow. That's all I got. Follow, follow. See you later, boys. Oh, speedies on Monday, lads. Bye.